Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show. This week we are looking at the side hustle. That's right, hashtag side hustle, that ability that you're gonna have to be able to generate an income either outside of your job or if you're someone that's unfortunate enough to be impacted by COVID, how you can get yourself back on your feet, getting some additional cash flow back in the door to really help you live the life that you truly deserve. It's gonna be an interesting one for you, maybe confronting too. Take plenty of notes, but more important than the notes, take action. It's great advice and I know it's gonna help. See you on the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host Andrew Baxter, and as always, my faithful sider, Mr. Mitchell Renshaw. I love that introduction. Thank you, Mr. Baxter, for having me on the broadcast. And we're going to dive into one of your all-time specialties, and I say that in the non, uh, most non-block your tires way, and that is the importance of having a side hustle. Never been more apparent in today's world. Oh, very true, and a great topic, and this is going to help an awful lot of people out there. Yeah, we are in unheard of unprecedented times in the Australian economy and globally for that matter and a lot of people are finding themselves sort of floating a little bit at sea very uncertain as to what's out there what they could or should be doing and I think the really sad thing is that they're just hoping passively that things change and I think we're in for some fairly challenging times and waiting for the cavalry to come over the hill, I just don't know is a strategy I would want for any of our subscribers. So let's see what we can do to help. Absolutely, and I think, you know, whilst you may have lost your job or reduced hours or whatever it may be, you have to have that extra income flow to be able to support that. And come September, when fiscal stimulus runs out, there's no more JobKeeper and Victoria's still in lockdown, hmm. what are you going to do? Absolutely, look, I mean, the whole notion of having a side hustle, um, you know, you always, as you mentioned right at the start, it's been my life passion having a side hustle <laughs> I have since I've been about 14. How did you have that, 10 or 12? Uh, lots of different businesses, lots of things going on. But um, yeah, having that extra source of cash flow outside of primary job, I think is massively important. I certainly know that's the reason I'm a multimillionaire is because I've always had that second, third, fourth stream of income coming in. Um, but what can people do, perhaps with a more modest goal right now, just surviving? This isn't about a big picture, sure. it's about survival. Just to stop you there though, Andrew, what is a side hustle in its most truest definition, just before we get into mm. this? Look, a side hustle is, is, I guess, your plan B. It's the thing you do outside of your normal line of business uh, that is cash flow generative. You know, back in the day, it would have been a cash job, I suppose, for nice. some people. Okay. Uh, these days, of course, we're in the cashless society, so it's a little harder. Um, but it's that, that thing, that side thing, that side hustle, that's what it's called it, that you do on the side to generate some extra income, very simply, and it can cover so many different things, you know, driving for Uber, uh, having a second job, although the tax office make that pretty punitive for a lot of people, um, having a second business, having an online business, all sorts of things, and we'll cover some of those, I'm sure. Yeah. Sure, okay, now why is it such a must in today's society? Before we get into what you can actually do, why is it so important? Look, the current economic conditions that we're in uh, are terrible for most people. I think the big positive to come out of this, always try and find the positive, you know, and I've seen this for a number of years on the speaking circuit. I meet tens of thousands of people every year when we're out speaking. Um, people have been in this state of, she'll be right, mate. You know, we live in Australia, we're the lucky country. For those of you tuning in from somewhere else in the world, that's what we're known as, the lucky country. She'll be right, mate, is a classic expression. Whatever happens, everything will work out in the end. And it usually does? Usually does. We've been very, very blessed. Uh, you know, we've been in economic boom times and so on. So I think in general, people have become quite let's use the word lazy, uh, they've got a job, and that doesn't mean you're lazy because you've got a job, but they've, the, the, the job, the property they own has gone up in value, they don't really need to worry about too much more. The stock market's been moving higher, super's performing, so there's been no catalyst or impetus to need to change. You know, just run along with plan A, have a job, have a couple of properties or a property, you know, have a few shares, have, have some uh, superannuation and everything's okay. And even if you're not in that space, maybe you're a renter, 
um, you maybe you're someone that's been um, you know, on government support, it's still been okay because the safety net's been there for you and all of those things are gradually being unpacked and taken away because of the economic crisis that we're now in. Um, you know, COVID has really changed the game for an awful lot of people. Um, you know, we've got unemployment currently sitting in what, 7.2% or thereabouts. Uh, and I wouldn't at all be surprised to see that double over the next 12 months. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, which is a, is, a, is a massive, massive shift economically. Um, if, you, if you have lost your job, for many people it's come as a, a shock to the system and there is no plan B, that reliance on a government support system that's okay, but it's only supposed to be short term to get you back on your feet. And the government will run out of money with the amount of stimulus that's being provided. So don't be surprised if you see some of those benefits start to ease back, back yeah. and make life tougher. So, you know, if you've been bad out the door and you're in that crisis mode now, we just had a, a call with a new member this morning exactly in that space. Now is the time to right the ship and get something going to let you make some money on the side. You have to have your own independent form of income. If you still have a job, and obviously millions of people do. How secure is that job right now? Um, you know, companies are rationalizing all the time. Qantas put 6,000 out the door a couple of weeks ago and there'll be plenty of other companies go through the same um, you know, um, cost-cutting exercise which they need to in order to survive. So even if you have a job, job security is, is non-existent in virtually every single sector of our economy right now, which is terrifying. So you know, job security is not there. If you've got other forms of investment the traditional forms of investing means, you know, cash at the bank, quarter of a percent, that's before tax and inflation, waste, waste of time. Of time. Um, if you're looking at bonds, if you're retired, you're a self-funded retiree, to get some income, to get a yield that's meaningful, you're starting to have to creep into some of the colorful corporate bond space, which increases your risk profile, not what you should be doing. Um, if you're in property, if you're a property investor, there's one in seven properties sitting empty in our major cities right now. It's crazy. Landlords are cutting rent wholesale in order to attract tenants in, making it very, very attractive, which is killing yield there. And for many people that are in a negatively geared position, they're just exacerbating an already bad problem, especially if you end up losing your job. Stock market, look, it's been great for us in the way that we trade it. Um, but if you're a stock market investor, how are you getting income from that? And if it's dividends, they've been cut. So it doesn't leave a lot there. And we're going to talk about a side hustle that's working currently and has worked for 30 years. Um, and, and hopefully that opens the door to people. But now is the time to be open to that. Yeah, and, uh, and and what are the alternatives? You know, uh, let's explore what they are. Anyway, I'm hijacking your agenda. <laughs> You're the production manager. You're That's the okay. Manager. What have you got? Uh, it's easy to get rolled up because it's crazy to think, you know, truly the jobs that are a part of the mainstay of our economy, the airlines, the cafes, they don't exist anymore and they certainly aren't going to exist into the future. Now, we can talk about our side hustle, which we both have adopted and absolutely love and, and has worked for us. But before we get into that, let's talk about how do you actually find what your side hustle is? Because not everyone's going to be able to do X or Y or Z. How do you find what it is and how do you actually start doing it? Look, that's a really good question. And look, you could talk about follow your passion, which is great if you want to be an Instagram influencer and you're in lockdown <laughs> right now. It's going to be a little bit tricky to, uh, to, to gain some traction with that. And look, I think that's been a... Uh, I think that's had its day for the moment in terms of newbies coming into that space and really generating an income. And look, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I hope you do prove me wrong if that's the path that you well, choose to go. It's very hard to take a picture of your avocado toast if there's no restaurant open. Right? Well, that's exactly right. Here's my apartment again from a slightly different angle with uh, what's the <laughs> gingham uh, filter or something. Whatever I'm not there. sure. So, you know, um, what I would suggest is, you know, the, the whole thing, follow your passion. That's nice. That's really nice, isn't it? But sometimes you've got to rip the skin off and actually look at what's real for a moment. What I would suggest for people is that 
Um, yes, it's nice to be able to follow your passion, but if your need is cash flow, you've got to have something that is a process, and it's a process that's duplicable, that can be done by many, many people. So you need something that's structured, uh, that is repeatable, and therefore is more dependable, uh, because without that kind of structure, you're kind of flip-flapping around. You know, sit down with a white sheet of paper, okay, what do I feel like doing, and how can, what am I good at, and what can I make some income from, and then the circles overlap, and that's what you should do. That's all very nice if we're doing a self-help or personal development workshop, but you know, times are urgent for people, out sure. so we need to provide something that's far more direct. So you want something that's got structure and process, something that's been time-tested, not just in um, today, but it's got track record over various cycles in the economy because we're in a different different sort of space. Thirdly, something that's got a, a pretty short lead time to get up and running. Now, what I mean by lead time, um, yeah, there are a lot of different things out there that you could do. So um, let's say you buy a course on renovating. Sure. Number one, I don't know how you get your income out of that. And, and it's important that you can generate income because if you're buying a property for renovation, it's an investment asset, so you can have a 20% deposit, plus you're renovating the property, so there's no tenant, so you're gonna have to service the debt. Pretty hard to do as a side hustle unless you've got good cash flow elsewhere. Um, but let's say that is the path you go down. The lead time from saying, I'm gonna renovate somewhere to finding it, buying it, settling on it, getting plans drawn up, getting in, getting it renovated, putting the time and effort in to turning a dollar at the back end once you're done, bearing in mind you've got to take into account your stamp duty on either side of that transaction. Capital gains, tax, if any. CGT and anything else that might uh, influence you in that space. Um, you know, you, you're talking quite some time. See, yeah, almost, moment. I would say in that at, at least, I would think. You know, I'm just doing a, a development, as you know, at the moment, and that from breaking dirt to being completed is probably going to be about 10 months, but we've thrown a lot of resources to it. But sure. we had a 12-month lead time dealing with the council. There so effectively, it's not 10 months, it's going to be almost two years. Sure. And we've been quick. So, you know, that's an example of something that's got a very, very long lead time. Um, if it's something that's unknown to you, there's an awful lot to learn. So you're going to need to get some level of education. And again, we'll, we'll talk more about where you can go for that sort of stuff. Um, if it's an alternate sort of business, let's take Amazon, for example. You know, great possible business. And, you know, if you've and a, a buddy of mine, a real good buddy of mine, runs a brilliant program on, on, on making money from, from Amazon. Uh, we might get him on as a guest. That'd be great. And he's a terrific guy. And even though he's got, in my opinion, probably the best product in the marketplace out there for, for working on Amazon, and I have his product, the lead time from getting started to getting up and running is quite considerable because you've got to cut your teeth, find your niche, build your product, and eventually if you're moving into, you know, not drop shipping, but you know, your own brand label and so on, there's a lead time of 14, 18 months in there. It's not one of those businesses where next month the cash flow is going to happen because sure. there's a lot of preparation work. This is a very sustainable business, but it takes time to get up and running. And that's an example of a really good side hustle, but the lead time is is lengthy. Okay. Um, you know, so let's. Uh, so, so, so you've got to be able to bring some resources to it. You need some capital, and that capital is either going to be your time, or it's going to have to be a specific set of skills that you have, or it's going to be cash. Okay. And they're really the three assets that you can you can bring to the table: time, skill, or cash. Okay. And if you have one of those, two of those, all of them, well, you only need one of them. You don't need. Or three. Well, that's great. Um, it's not one of those where you've got to tick all the boxes. Uh, you know, and if you think about it, if you've got time, you know, people might, for example, consider driving for Uber and look as a, as a certainly pre-COVID, very, very heavy Uber driver. Those guys do an amazing job. Five-star ratings almost every time I've been in the car. But when you look at the dollar return on your time, here in Australia, net they're talking out of the look earlier, 15 to 20 
bucks an hour um, as a side hustle. There's a lot of time that you've got to go in to move the needle, notwithstanding you've got to have a car, there's wear and tear on there, there's all sorts of compliance, there are tax potential issues for you as well as you get on the track. And that's not to discourage anybody from going down that way. Anyone that wants to take a second job, in my opinion, um, the government should be offering a concession on their tax for the second or third job, not sure. charging them more for it. So big encouragement there, but at 15 to 20 to 25 bucks an hour, and you've got to supply your own vehicle, that's not yeah. really a side hustle. But if you don't have any skill and you've got time, that and again, that's something you could do. Absolutely, and that's not a criticism of Uber drivers. A lot of them are, uh, this is a second job, or it is their side hustle, third job. But it, if you don't have something you can easily dollarize, but you've got time, that's a good place to go. Okay, so and what are some other examples of that, just for example? In terms of having time and, and no skill? Just in terms of other side hustles, we've spoken about Amazon. It's an interesting one that's popped out of COVID, and that's uh, member-based pornography. <laughs> yeah, there's- The there's only a, fans revolution. I, you, you can, this is some, some old culture, I'm married, but this is this phenomenon using the internet now where you can build up a subscriber base and, and yeah. do things for, for cash as you, as you see, it's amazing. So if you don't have talent, or, or maybe you do have maybe talent, you do some talent know, yeah. um, that might be a way of, 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 of exchanging time. We well, could do that with cooking, you could do that with skateboarding, doesn't matter as long as people are You've paying. got to be able to monetize it to be a sideline and there's so much free stuff on the internet now, it's very, very hard to carve your niche, that's why if you've got time, there are things that you can do that. Um, if you have skill, so let's say for argument's sake, um, you, you're an artist of some description and we're in the COVID situation, you can say, right, okay, I'm doing portraits from home, I can't sit with you, send me your image or we can do it on Zoom or whatever it might be, and you've got a skill whereby you can paint something, you can sell it and do your commissions. So, so there's an example, if you've got a skill, sure. you can do things. Um, other there is that people sort of drift into at the moment, especially in lockdown, you kind of want something where you're not having to leave the house or worse still mix with an awful lot of people. And again, that limits the opportunity pond down quite considerably when you think this is something you're going to do from home, don't want to have to mix with people. And if, if the transaction uh, involves being around people, it becomes you know not possible to do, especially for our friends in Melbourne. Sure. So you know, a lot of people have been looking through uh, at the stock market, uh, which you know through COVID we saw you know it's the most searched term on the internet how to invest in the stock market, and and that can bring people in, but not necessarily in the right way or for the right reasons. It can be a dangerous place if you don't know what you're doing. That's you have to have skill if you want to survive there because there are plenty of people uh, out there that have got the skill set to to, to to really do you some damage if you don't know what you're doing. Um, it is a zero-sum game they will make when you lose. Uh, so if you don't know what you're doing, it can be pretty gnarly. Um, and, and, you know, people being drawn into day trading, for example, we covered that, I think it was podcast 12, it seems like an age ago. Um, I actually referred someone to that this morning. Uh, they were saying, hey, what do you reckon day trading? And, and put them onto the podcast. Yeah, and they just came back and said, wow, thank you. You know, so if you haven't seen that, go have a look at that. That's that's a door I wouldn't That's suggest. an eye-opener, that it podcast. Um, so once again, if you're going to be a day trader, there's a lot of time involved with that. It doesn't work as a strategy. Skill. You got to have skill. And money. And money. Um, you know, you can gear up, but if you don't know what you're doing, you're gearing up a loss, which is probably not where you want to end up. No. So, you know, where does that then leave people? And, and what we do is, is help people build a side hustle in terms of money. Um, and, and we have a process that's time tested. Uh, it's not something that's new. It's something we've been doing for an awful long time. It's a strategy that works across you know, a lot of market conditions. It doesn't require a lot of time. So if you're someone that's still in work, this is the perfect thing to bolt on the side in case you get spat out of the unemployment pipeline. Sure. You've got plan B working for you. And we're going to call this money to guy in Ligon Street, business owner, uh, and he's just obviously just out of the woods. Um, here we go. Cafe's back open, just had the food delivery, yeah. business getting back Feeling in, great. staff back in. 
bit of optimism, light at the end of the tunnel, shot, bang. And so he's sitting on a kitchen that's full of food. He's now at the lockdown stage where he can only have a limited number of people in there. Not that anyone is there anyway, because no one's walking around. No. And better yet, he's got the bill coming for the food he's just bought in about two weeks' time. So what's he doing? He's in a really difficult position and he's, he's emotionally very, very stressed. But at the same time, he's also savvy enough. And this is the key thing. He's savvy enough to recognize that He's not going to give up on his business. He's, this guy's a real fighter, and I'm actually really looking forward to spending some time with him. He's a real fighter, and he knows maybe two, three months down the line, things will be okay. But he's also prepared if two or three down, months down the line, things are not okay, his plan B is going to have the flywheel turning, spitting out some cash flow, and that is more crucial than anything. You can't deal with the situation as it is now. You've got to be preparing for what's coming down the pipeline. Wow, and that, it's so important to have that security behind you because when things go wrong, you've got to make sure that it's built up on the other end. 100%. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, the same day, a team, you know, they're on the phones all day and they've just been talking to somebody else's business. I'm really busy with my business. Well, guess what? You're going to be busy with your business till the day you sell the thing. Yep. That's what you go into business for. It's not for a lifestyle. It's to, to be busy because sure. that's what eventually happens for people. And things so we can't do anything right now. And so what if your business goes under? What are you going to do then? Sure. Oh, well, then we'll work it out. The problem is at that point in time, you're going to be in a heightened state of stress. Your cash flow is going to be all over the place and you're going to be close to doing anything. So there's two people in very similar industries. They weren't in the restaurant space, but they're in a not dissimilar industry. One is seeing the vision of, man, I need plan B in case this doesn't work or to supplement. And guess what? If his restaurant carries on and life goes well and he's got his plan B working, he's going to have more cash flow than he knows what to do with. Wow. But he's dug the well before he needs the water, whereas a lot of people wait till it's almost too late to do that. There you go. And that's a really good piece of advice. So drawing upon that, Andrew, to come into the final minutes of the broadcast, where do you get started and how do you actually get started? You know, how, what, what, where, where do you suggest to go? Okay. The, the, the couple of key things on here. Number one, you don't want to waste time. One thing, if you maybe lost your job, you've got more of this time, but you don't want to waste it because time's the most precious thing we have. So find a process that you can hook into that's time-tested that will enable you to fast track, not shortcut. And let's be very clear on this. Sure. Shortcuts are where you cut corners and you cheat your way to an outcome. Fast track is where you eliminate all of the distractions and you focus on the thing you need to do next. So find a process that's gonna let you fast track so you don't blow three, six, 12 months. You know, in our days of owning a broking business, one of the frightening things that you used to see, you'd get people come in the door and say, look, I don't wanna buy any education. I'm just going to put five or 10 grand in the account, give it a go, and I'll learn as I go along. The only thing I can guarantee after six to 12 months is that money's gone. They've blown themselves up. Now, look, losing five to 10 grand is not fun, but it's not the end of the world. No. Losing six to 12 months of your life is because you're never going to get it back. So find something that will let you fast track in and, and, and get moving along in the right way and see if it's a fit for what you're looking for. You know, the key thing that people shouldn't be focusing on here is the return. They need to be looking at the risk as well and balancing those two things out. It's not just about what money you're going to make, but how do you manage the risk and then make money are the key things I would suggest because a lot of predators out there at the moment. Absolutely. And how can we help our listeners do that? Here's an offer for you. There'll be a link under this podcast, uh, depending on which channel you're looking at it. Um, I'll run a free workshop for you. I'll spend an hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes teaching you the side hustle I use, and I've helped thousands of people doing it. It's well time tested. It's worked brilliantly through COVID. Whether you're starting big or starting small, uh, it can work for all amounts of money. You are going to need some money. I'll be honest with you. If you don't have any money, um, that becomes a problem. You're then in the situation where you've only got time or if you've got a skill set to do something with. But if you've got some cash, 
even if you don't think it's going to be enough, talk to us and see what we can do. So I'll run that broadcast, register for it. How can we get them onto that? www.australianinvestmenteducation.com.au. I think that'll do. Um, follow us through Facebook, uh, Australian Investment Education on Facebook, and we'll see somehow if our IT team in their whiz-bang skill set are able to put a link under this, and if they're not, that's where you'll find us. There you go. Andrew, look, really good to get your advice on this, and we cannot stress enough for both of us, having a side hustle, especially during this coronavirus pandemic, is crucial because when things go wrong, when fiscal stimulus stops, and you find yourself out of a job or reduced hours, you have to have something to prop you up because the last thing that we want to see is these good, hardworking Australians with debt to their name. 100%. And look, there are people that are in a full sense of security at the moment. If you take JobKeeper, uh, for a lot of businesses, let's call them ghost businesses, as soon as that JobKeeper allowance is turned off, those businesses will fold. So, you know, if you're thinking, I've got JobKeeper, I'm going to be going back to work. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. So this is the time for sure. You know, and fifteen hundred bucks a fortnight. Let's face it, that's 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 not going to get most people across the line in terms of being able to live any kind of lifestyle. Use that money wisely. Use it to maybe parlay into getting a side hustle up and running. And you look back on this chapter of maybe either being on JobKeeper or being out of work or being in lockdown or being unsecure in your work is the opportunity it really is. And that's to change the whole narrative from she'll be right mate to I took care of business and I'm recession proof. And the peace of mind that comes with that is priceless. Well, I can't wait to hear the success stories from this. You know, the best investment you can make is in yourself. Andrew, thank you very much for your time and your advice here. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I know there's some good points out there for our listeners. So thank you. My pleasure, Mitch, anytime. Well, there you have it, guys. Get that side hustle happening. Make sure you give us a review and a rating. We'll look forward to seeing you on the show next week.